Are you interested in a true crime podcast with a different point of view with hosts who have seen the justice system from the inside? Then you should check out Alice and Brett and their show, The Prosecutors. In every episode, Alice and Brett bring a unique perspective as full-time prosecutors to the most famous and debated true crime mysteries, whether it's John Benet Ramsey, Maura Murray, Scott Peterson, or the Delphi murders, they dig deep to bring you the details that you won't hear anywhere else. The Prosecutor's Podcast is about more than just storytelling. Alex and Brett will walk you through the legal problems lurking behind every case. They break down the complexities of the criminal justice system with a little bit of humor and personal touch. And it's not just true crime. They bring the same training and approach that they've learned as prosecutors to classic mysteries like the Dialtov Pass incident and the ghost ship Marie Celeste. So if you're looking for a true crime podcast with a different point of view, a different approach, The Prosecutors is the podcast for you. I listen to this one myself. Highly recommend. Britt and Alice are great. You can find The Prosecutors wherever you find your favorite podcasts. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Stove Leg Media, igniting conversation. Welcome to True Crime to Go. How may I help you? Yeah, I'd like an extra large order of police corruption and a drug ring to go. Pull up to the next window and I'll see you next crime. Welcome to True Crime to Go. I'm John here as always with Jamie. Let's dive into it. It's going to take a minute. Yeah, it's a true crime to go. 10 minutes or less. Get us rolling. I never really knew how many crimes and scandals I'd been around until we started True Crime to Go. But yet again, we're going back to near my hometown for a scandal that uh, that I'm I knew one of the suspects. We'll say that. So we're going to go back to Whitley County, Kentucky for this case. Now, Whitley County is a small county in rural uh, southeastern Kentucky on the border of Tennessee. And it's really close to my hometown, Jellico. There's about 40,000 folks that live in Whitley County. And it's also home to my alma mater, Cumberland College. Now, this story that we're going to talk about, this really unfolded when two journalists took down the county sheriff in Whitley County and several other prominent citizens, including a well-known attorney. So in 2004, Sheriff Lawrence Hodge was running the county sheriff's department, and he vowed to clean up the town during his campaign to become sheriff. Now, the county really had a bad problem with drugs, mainly meth and pain pills. I-75 runs right through the middle of the county, and it's often called the pill pipeline. Not long after he was elected, Sheriff Hodge, and he had run kind of on the promise of cutting down the drug problem. The news reported that he and his crew had raided a local meth house and was starting to make a dent in the drug problem in Whitley County. But around town, there were rumors circling that Hodge, who was also the town's barber, was running pills and guns through the back of his barber shop. Sadly, 
in such a small town, sometimes things like this are overlooked. And that's where this story takes a pretty amazing turn. In 2009, Samantha Swindler was the editor for the Times Tribune in Corbin, Kentucky, which is in Whitley County. She started to hear the rumors and she started looking into what was really going on with the sheriff's department. She hired probably the least likely person to assist in bringing down a drug ring. It was a 20-year-old college student at Cumberland College named Adam Suffrage. Yeah, the ATF and the FBI had attempted to build a case against Sheriff Hodge, but they were unable to make anything stick. They were unable to get anybody to really speak up against what was going on in the county. However, Samantha and Adam were quickly researching the sheriff and found a vulnerability, and that is paperwork. So what happened was Suffrage, again, who you said was a Cumberland College student, was working 70-plus hours a week weeding through countless case files from the sheriff's office and paying particular attention to reports of drug arrests where drugs and weapons were being confiscated by police but not being booked into evidence. Samantha was able to check the county's evidence log, and those weapons and drugs were not being booked into evidence. In fact, there were months despite daily arrests where no evidence was being booked at all. Also, when looking at the records, they noticed another trend. In several drug arrests, the charges would often be reduced to misdemeanors rather than felonies, and in those cases, the suspects were always represented by Sheriff Hodge's good friend, Ron Reynolds. Jamie, that's my connection. I used to work on Ron Reynolds' farm in college to make a little extra money. Yeah, he was an attorney with ties to this case, and he was quickly on the radar of this search as well. During the research... There was really one particular case that sealed the fate of Hodges. It involved a retired social worker named Rick Benson. In May of 2004, Benson's home was raided by Hodge and his men. They found and confiscated drugs, knives, and 17 firearms. Samantha Swindler and Adam Suffrage arranged a meeting with the sheriff, but didn't disclose the full nature of their meeting. They recorded the conversation legally, but without the sheriff knowing, and they asked several unassuming questions and allowed Hodge to get comfortable during their visit, like it was a casual conversation. He probably assumed the two were there for a quick interview and to see just how the sheriff's department worked. But when they asked about these weapons taken from Benson's home, Hodge buried himself. He lied and said that these weapons were seized by the ATF and that they were not at the police department. Knowing that this was a lie and the ATF was not involved, the journalist filed an open records request with the sheriff's department to obtain information about the weapons. After receiving what they requested, within a week, the sheriff's office was broken into, and evidence, including the weapons taken from Benson's house, were said to be among the items that were stolen. Yeah, this incident caused there to be reason for a major investigation to start and it was very quickly determined that this was an internal job and not something that was done from an outsider. So here's what we know about the Benson raid. During the raid, Sheriff Hodge found a bank statement showing that Benson had over $600,000 in his checking account alone. Benson was a millionaire as he inherited a fortune. The night of his arrest, Benson was offered a deal by Hodge. If Benson would use attorney Ron Reynolds to represent him, he would face no jail time. Now, Benson would have to pay Ron Reynolds $150,000 for his services. And we know that Reynolds paid Hodge $50,000 of that as a cutback. 
Benson would also have to pay Hodge $10,000 in cash and make a $25,000 donation to the sheriff's office as a a condition of his plea deal. Sounds pretty legit, right? So essentially, they under the table fined him $185,000 and promised him no jail time. Yep. That's not how our justice system works. Following this investigation, Hodge was arrested and would face nearly 30 charges from his time as sheriff. Hodge would end up taking a plea deal, which would make him spend 17 years in a federal prison for his crimes and pay over $350,000 in restitution. He would be on probation until all of this money is paid back. Now let's talk about some information that came out about Mr. Hodge. Hodge admitted that on at least three separate occasions between 2004 and 2007, he conspired with Williamsburg defense attorney Ron Reynolds to extort money from individuals that the Whitley County Sheriff's Department had charged with felony drug trafficking offenses. Specifically, Hodge referred criminal defendants to Reynolds for representation, and Reynolds, acting on behalf of Hodge, would encourage the same clients to make forfeiture of payments and of cash donations to the Whitley County Sheriff's Department. The department received more than $55,000 through the scheme, 25000 of which came from Benson. Yeah, Hodge also acknowledged that he worked with several drug dealers in Whitley County to distribute prescription pain pills, primarily oxycodone, over a seven-year period. And he admitted that he was addicted to prescription pain pills himself throughout the entire time that he was a sheriff. So really, as part of this conspiracy, Hodge would obtain pills for his personal use from various drug dealers with the understanding that the Whitley County Sheriff's Department would turn a blind eye to what they were doing and would never prosecute them for selling drugs in the county. He told uh, the the court that he was responsible for distributing approximately 1,500 oxy pills to, uh, to people in the county. Finally, Hodge admitted to conspiring with a former bookkeeper of the Whitley County Sheriff's Department to embezzle and launder nearly $65,000 of funds belonging to the department. According to court documents, money donated or forfeited to the department in connection with various court cases was placed in the Whitley County Sheriff's Drug and Alcohol Fund, and basically Hodge would use this money to write his own checks. He would take out money before his wedding anniversary, before a long three-day weekend, and he was just enjoying it. And the the bookkeeper there knew what was going on. She knew that he was using this money. So she worked with him to cook the books and was working with him to be able to take this money out whenever he wanted. So Hodge is going to be in jail for 17 years, and he's going to be on probation, I would assume, for the rest of his life because I don't know how he's going to pay back 350 when he's not able to to get any money out of that department anymore. Yep. I agree. So is this a problem in other places or does it just seem like small town Jellicoe and Williamsburg seem to have more problems than everybody else? No, there are stories like this. I think in most small towns, unfortunately, especially in areas from like, which we're from where like if these journalists did not look into this, he's still going probably, or at least he lasts a lot longer. So Every place isn't lucky enough to have journalists that work this hard and people get away with this for a long time. Yeah. And kudos to them. I mean, they were able to do something that the FBI and the ATF were not able to do because they were outsiders. They were going about it a little differently. Yep. Props to them. John, thanks for bringing this good case. Catch us on Cameo. This is John and Jamie on True Crime to Go. Would you like crime with that? 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You've listened to True Crime Cast. Distributed by Stoveleg Media. Check out Stoveleg.com to find out more about your hosts and to find other podcasts to listen to. Stoveleg Media. Igniting conversation.